0: Hey, Ambitious Working Moms, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about enoughness. Now, this is the belief that you are enough and that you're doing enough. A balanced life is a life where you don't constantly feel like you should be doing more. A balanced life is a life that doesn't feel like you're lacking anything. A balanced life is a life where you feel really good about you. It's a life of enough. So today I'm gonna focus on three not enough beliefs that are causing imbalance, and then teach you how to turn those around so that you can begin to create balance by feeling enough. you ready? Let's get to it. Welcome to the Ambitious and Balanced Working Mom Podcast. The place for women who want to balance their ambitious career goals with their life as a mom. If you're looking to feel more confident, decisive, and productive at both work and home, then this is the place for you. I'm your host, Rebecca Olson. Let's get to it. So I was on a free breakthrough call the other day with a woman that asked me what work-life balance really meant to me personally and how I created it in my own life thought about it for a moment. And I said, I think the amount of time I spend with my kids is enough and the amount that I work is enough. And the impact that I'm having through my work is enough. And that's why I feel balanced. The answer struck her because it certainly wasn't what she was expecting. But I 100% stand by that thought my life feels like enough. And that is why I feel balanced. On some level, a balanced life is a life of enoughness. And I really wanted to spend some time talking about this today, this idea of enoughness, because for sure, the opposite is a life of overworking, of proving yourself, having lack of confidence, and all sorts of things that cause imbalance. So I really want to walk you through how a life of lack or a life where you don't feel enough or like you're doing enough, that that is a life that causes imbalance. And then we'll talk about how a life that feels enough, a life that feels just right, is a life of balance. And then ultimately, as I do in most of my podcasts, I'll give you a few ways of really shifting your brain so that life can begin to feel enough for you. Okay, so here's what you have to remember as we begin the conversation around enoughness. You need to remember that your thoughts are what generate emotion in your body, and your emotions are what fuel your actions. So when we're talking about a life of enoughness, that's kind of a feeling in and of itself. We want to feel like our life is enough, and that means we have to have thoughts that generate that feeling. And so we're going to be talking a lot about thoughts. We're going to be talking a lot about feelings. And then we're going to talk a lot about the actions that are fueled by those things as we talk about enoughness today. So the most common not enough thoughts sound like this. I'm not doing enough. I'm not good enough. Or I'm not enough. So I want to break down each of these three thoughts. I want you to really take a moment and close your eyes and think the thought, I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. When you really say that to yourself, how does it make you feel? What comes up for me is failure and anxiousness. I'm not doing enough feels like I should be doing more because as an ambitious person, I know I can do more. So if I'm telling myself I'm not doing enough and I'm feeling really anxious and I feel like I'm failing, the most likely thing I'm going to do is just keep doing. I'm going to keep working. I'm going to be keep checking those things off of the list. I'm going to keep the tasks up because I think taking more action is going to fill the gap, right? It's going to make me feel like it's enough and it's going to help me no longer feel anxious, right? So it's that feeling that we get at the end of the day where we didn't get a particular task done and we didn't send that email or we didn't prepare for that presentation. And so we jump online and we start working a couple of hours at the end of the day because we don't want to feel anxious anymore because we think that if we just keep working, if we keep doing, we're going to end that anxiousness. And on some level, that's true, but it also is all of the action that we don't want to be taking, right? An imbalanced life is a life where you jump on at night and you keep working to get more things done. It's a life about lots of doing. It's a life of overwork. And so that's ultimately not the action we want to take. So the only other way to not feel that anxiousness and feel like we're failing instead of overworking, is, which is what most of us have done up till now, maybe. The only other thing we have to do is start to shift these thoughts that make us feel anxious and like we're failing. We have to shift the thoughts that I'm not doing enough. Because remember, and we'll talk about this a little later in the podcast, just because you think you're not doing enough isn't actually true. It's just what your brain is offering up to you. And so, At the end of this time, we're going to really talk about a couple of different ways to really practice shifting your thoughts in order to help you take the balanced action that you want. Okay, so let's talk about this second thought. I'm not good enough. Now, how does that thought make you feel? For me, it makes me feel inadequate. Where I'm not doing enough is kind of centered on taking a whole lot of action. Being not good enough really feels personal. Like I don't meet the standard. Like there's something wrong with me. Like like I have what it takes, but I can't really meet the goal. And when you're feeling like something's wrong with you and you're feeling inadequate, you tend to do one of two things. One is you either spend a whole bunch of energy and time beating yourself up and judging yourself and just feeling terrible about you. Or two, you move into people-pleasing. You say yes to all sorts of things in order to prove yourself and prove your value, prove that you are in fact good enough. And so once again, this is another moment. If you're constantly judging yourself and beating yourself up, and there's a lot of negative self-talk, and you're you're constantly people-pleasing, and you're trying to prove yourself to everyone, it's going to be really hard to create a balanced life because you don't feel really awesome about you, and you're not really living the life you want to live. You're living the life you think other people want you to live. Okay, so this third thought, which is kind of similar to the last one, but it has a little bit of a different flavor the thought is, I'm not enough. It's still very personal. It's not focused on action so much as it's focusing on you as an individual. But what I think makes it different is that this one makes you feel insufficient. Like you weren't born with the right stuff. You never had it to begin with. You're innately lacking. When you feel insufficient, the two common actions I see in the women I work with is, number one, you give up from the start. Like, you're very risk adverse, and you tend to not do anything unless you can do it perfectly. Or two, you move into proving yourself again and moving into a whole lot of action in order to make up for what feels like this innate lack within you. This last thought, the one that is, I'm not enough... And this feeling of insufficiency is one of the most common loops that goes through my head. I've had to work really hard to repattern this into something else, but my brain still offers it to me all the time. For most of my life, I think this is what really drove me to achieve to get top grades, to go out for ASB, to start college when I was just a junior in high school, to make friends with all of my teachers. I mean, there's this constant need to prove myself. And then when I started my coaching business, I needed to get everything right. This showed up a lot like perfectionism. And although I would take a whole lot of action, I never really believed that any of that action was going to accomplish my goal, that it would bring in clients, that it would make a certain amount of money in my business. And so I would sort of sabotage myself from the very beginning. And so this thought was really patterned into me and became one I saw that began to create a lot of negative self-talk. It created a lot of imbalance because I would take a whole lot of action without a whole lot of result and ultimately just made me feel out of the driver's seat of my life. I'm going to pick up a little bit of that story later and talk about one of the ways I really helped counter that as we as we begin to talk about that in a minute. But just to recap here. We have three not enough thoughts that cause imbalance in life because they tend to push you to overwork, they push you to prove yourself, and ultimately just feel really bad about you and move you into negative thought spirals about yourself. Those thoughts are, I'm not doing enough, I'm not good enough, or I'm just not enough. And These are the sources of so much imbalance that we create in our life, and these thoughts aren't even true. As I was saying before, just because we think them doesn't mean that they're true. There are so many other types of things that we can be thinking about ourself and our work and what we do in our life that are so much more useful than thinking that you're not doing enough and you're not good enough and you're not enough. And this becomes, these thoughts just become a trap that have been patterned into us and cause a whole lot of havoc. All right. So let's close that chapter for a second and talk a bit about the feelings of enoughness and the thoughts that bring about that feeling. My favorite enough thought is, I'm exactly where I should be. Oh, I love this thought. I'm exactly where I should be. This thought makes me feel very grounded, like I don't need anything more, that I don't need to be anywhere else. I'm exactly where I should be. For me, this thought really counters that need to keep doing more. Because that thought, like, I need to keep working, or I should do that laundry, or fold the clothes, or it really moves you into action when you're thinking that you should be doing more. And it feels almost sometimes like we don't even have control over it. It's just, I need to be doing more. And you just kind of focus on that, and you, you just start going. But like this morning, when I was on the ground, I was playing Jenga with my four-year-old in this, this morning, and... I had that thought, I'm exactly where I should be. Even though we hadn't eaten breakfast yet, I hadn't made the lunches yet, nobody was dressed yet, this thought really just grounded me in saying, none of that matters. I don't need to be doing all of those different things. I need to be right here enjoying this moment with my son. Even if it means we're running a little bit late or we're a little bit frantic or the kids are late to school, whatever it would be, it would be okay because I'm exactly where I should be. I'm doing exactly what I want be doing. So this second favorite thought tends to bring a lot of enoughness in my life because it's just simply pretty direct. It's the thought, I am enough. It's a focus on your value and your worth. Another similar thought to this might be, I have everything I need right now. Like This is a thought that really brings your brain on board with what you have instead of what you don't. It focuses on your strengths and your potential inside of you. You don't have to go out and do anything more. You don't have to find something else. You don't have to learn anything more because you are enough and you have everything you need right now. These two thoughts really make you feel sufficient when you really focus in on them. Like You're not lacking anything. And when you're feeling really sufficient, it brings about this natural sense of confidence. It makes you feel like you're making right decisions, that you don't need to go research anything more, that you don't have to go ask anybody else's, anyone else's opinion. You can simply just decide that you have everything you need and that you're enough in order to make those decisions. I don't need to go ask permission from my husband to go take some time for myself or to invest in coaching, as I speak to a lot of women about. It's just this belief, this fundamental foundational thought that you're enough, that you're worth it, that your time and your money and the resources of your family, that you are worth all of it. When you feel enough and adequate and sufficient, you don't have to prove yourself to anyone. You get to celebrate your accomplishments instead of focusing on what you don't get done. You don't go around searching for something to kind of fill you up or someone to praise you or validate you. You don't have to work more in order to prove yourself. You don't need more time with your kids or even a healthier life of some kind. You don't need anything because you're not lacking anything. And that's why it creates so much balance in our life. When you really begin to pattern these thoughts into your life, it creates this life of balance because you're not focused on lack. You're focused on what you have. And so here's what a lot of women do. They know that they need to stop overworking, that they need to hold better boundaries around work, that they need to say no to their boss, that they need to make time for themselves. It doesn't feel like rocket science to most people. It's just kind of when we think of a balanced life, we think of someone that kind of has really great boundaries and isn't overworking and all of those things, right? So most women, when they try to go out and create work-life balance, they try to simply just move into action mode. They just try to stop overworking. They just try to say no more. They just go take time for themselves on occasion. But the reason why it doesn't really work or the reason why it it tends to fail after a very short period of time is because they haven't really changed the thoughts and the feelings that are driving those actions in the first place. They just try to go take new action from this place of feeling insufficient and from these thoughts that they're not enough and they're not doing enough. And those two things are in really great conflict. The Pulling back at work and putting really strict boundaries and at the same time thinking I'm not doing enough and feeling really inadequate, those two things are going against each other. So it's never really going to work to go out and just try to take new balanced actions in your life without changing the fuel, the thoughts, and the emotions behind it. And so if you really want to stop overworking, if you really want to say no, if you really want to create better work-life balance in your life, then you have to believe, you have to train your brain to believe that you're doing enough and that you are enough. You have to practice feeling adequate and sufficient. So let's jump into talking about how you do that. How do you train your brain? because remember, your brain is always going to offer up to you the thought that you think the most. It doesn't really mean that thought is true. It's just it means that thought is the thought that's been patterned into your brain. And you have to actually retrain your brain by patterning something different into it, something that you can believe, something that's more helpful and useful to you so that it fuels those actions of not overworking and putting up boundaries and saying no and all of those balanced actions that we're talking about. So I want to give you two suggestions on how to really start training your brain to think these enough thoughts. Now, the first step when we're talking about patterning something new in your brain is that you have to kind of figure out what the thoughts are in the first place that are causing a lot of the inadequacy and, and the overworking, right? So you have to figure out, am I saying to myself that I'm not doing enough? Am I thinking that I'm not good enough or that I'm not enough? Which of these or which flavor of these is really causing the imbalance? So really, you first have to get to a point where you name that. And then secondly, once you can really pinpoint that thought, then you want to pick a thought that can counter it. Now, I, I gave you a couple here on the podcast, things like, I am enough, or I'm doing enough, or I'm exactly where I should be. These are some of the counter thoughts that you can be thinking or different thoughts that you can be thinking that are going to be more helpful to you. But you just need to pick one, one that really resonates with you, and then spend some time really journaling around how that thought is true. How do you know That you're exactly where you should be? How do you know that you are, in fact, enough? How do you know that you don't need to be doing anything more, that you do enough? Really, really dig into the truth behind it. And you might actually have to come back to your journal multiple times in order to really let it sink in. Because I tell my clients, like I would rather them spend five minutes a day than 30 minutes in one sitting as they dive into something like this. Because we're talking about building a habit in your brain. We're talking about creating a pattern. And the fastest way to really create a pattern is to do it over and over and over again. So picking a short period of time and doing it Every single day is going to be a lot more effective than just one sitting for a longer period of time. And so then the second suggestion I have for you is to really practice sufficiency and adequacy. And I really think that sufficiency is kind of the opposite of feeling not enough. It's the opposite of lack. It's feeling sufficient. And as I mentioned before, as I really got into my business and I started to see how I felt insufficient all the time. I started to see my brain think that I wasn't enough. And I would tell that to myself. And so I would take a whole lot of action, but not get a whole lot of results. And then ultimately, I would feel terrible about myself. And I started to feel really insufficient in who I am and in my work. And so... This simple practice of really feeling sufficiency is one of the things I did to really help me move into a place of enoughness. And here's how it really works. Find a place to sit that's comfortable. You take some really deep belly breaths, and then you focus on how you feel sufficient right here in this very moment. How is your body warm enough? Your belly may be full enough. How you're not Thirsty, how you feel safe, how this chair is sturdy enough to hold your weight. You really just focus in on your five senses and how they are feeling enough in this very moment. I would literally just focus on the things in the moment and then watch that sufficiency, literally just see it fill kind of my whole body. It would begin to feel warm. My inside would start to radiate a little bit. And I would really just focus on how does that feeling feel? I would practice it over and over and over again, just to help me really in the moment know that I can feel sufficient whenever I want, that that feeling stems from the way I think. It's not, it doesn't happen to me. It's not when I work a certain amount of hours or accomplish a certain amount. It's it's a feeling that's available to me at all times. And so I would practice it. I would literally just do that over and over again. And it would turn me around almost instantaneously sometimes where I can see my brain start to trail down into this not enough land. I would do a practice like this for even just a minute And it would bring me right back to this moment of feeling sufficient. Countless times I would use this practice and still use this practice really to feel like my life is enough and that who I am is enough. Because a life that feels enough is a life that's balanced, a life that doesn't lack anything, a life where I'm not overworking. That's a life of balance. And ambitious working moms, I really hope that this topic speaks to you as it has for me, because I have lived a life striving for more and never feeling satisfied and feeling like I have all the things, but I'm not happy and I'm not balanced really until these last five years of my life, and I genuinely don't want that for you. This is why I have created the Ambitious and Balanced Working Mom Collective. This is a group that I'm launching at the end of June. I created this program because I really want a life for you that feels like enough. I want you to feel like you have everything you need, that you know what it means and how to create happiness in your life, where you feel in control and balanced. I don't want you to wait until you're burned out, where you're working 65 hours a week and you don't know how to turn back, or I don't want you to wait until your kids reach a certain age or until something changes with your boss. I want you to be able to feel it right now. I want you to feel enough, and I want you to feel balanced right now today. It doesn't really matter what your job is. It doesn't matter how supportive your husband is. It doesn't matter what your commitments are, your life circumstances are. Whatever else you might think is causing imbalance in your life, the collective is a place where you really get back into the driver's seat and create the balanced life that you want. The group is launching June 29th. That's our first call. And if you get on the wait list for when the doors open for that, you are going to receive a couple of special perks. So I really encourage you to do that. Just get on the free wait list for when the collective opens. You can go to www.rebeccaolsoncoaching.com forward slash collective. And of course, I'm going to put that in the show notes and any other information from this podcast. I cannot wait to see you there. All right, Working Moms, let's get to it. I hope you enjoyed this episode today. If you're looking for more support, be sure to check out the Work-Life Balance Formula, a free training to help you feel more confident in your career and fully present with your family. You can find that at www.rebeccaolsoncoaching.net forward slash formula. And if you haven't already, please leave a rating and review giving me your honest feedback. I'd love to hear what specifically you liked and if there are any topics you want me to cover in the future. Writing a review will take you less than two minutes and is one of the most helpful ways to spread this resource to other working moms. I thank you in advance and let's get to it, moms.